Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily, and we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, guys? What up, Lisa? Hey, Emily. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, good. You know, feeling uh, pretty strong going into the holidays here. Good, Good stuff. Good stuff. So we've been talking for about an hour before recording, as per usual, <laughs> talking and pulling cards and um, the sort of thought bubble that popped into my head this morning that we've decided to talk about today has to do with the idea of adaptability and the pivot, right? Particularly in business, in entrepreneurship, and that ability to um, be adaptable and make a change, uh, whenever it becomes evident that that's what is needed, uh, and all the layers that go with that, um, as far as how it, uh, requires a lot of discernment capabilities to, um, oftentimes be able to tell when that pivot is necessary. And also, uh, you know, it can require some some bravery and self-development because sometimes you'll come to a point where it is evident that a pivot is for the greater good, but perhaps it's something that's hard to do for one reason or another. It's, it's the harder choice. Um, so we're going to dive more into that. And um, I have to tell you guys, if you hear any random uh, snoring or snorting type noises, <laughs> it's because I had to make a little pivot today. I'm actually working from home. Uh, my daughter is a little bit under the weather. Um, she'll be fine. But uh so it, it was it was enough to where I chose to instead of going into the studio today to uh, do all my stuff from home. And so I am sitting here on my bed with an old beagle who happens to be snoring. <laughs> he has no so manner. That, that was my pivot for the day. <laughs> That's a good example of pivoting because it means that you're in a different location. And although you're not in the studio doing your training and working out there yet today, you're still doing uh, and contributing towards your business. Yeah. I tell you what, it's definitely um, more challenging to get uh, the work done in this environment because um, I've, I've really pretty much separated the two as, as the home is, is more of my sanctuary, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to make it work. Cause that's, that's the adaptability element of things. I'm doing it from my phone. I don't have my fancy microphone. So, so we're just, we're just going to be shining examples here and, and make this a fantastic episode anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So, yeah. so I think that, yeah, that, that highlights 
the idea of being able to pivot is really a skill. Yeah. And it's a skill that it's acquired through experience and oftentimes lots of mistakes and surprises. It's a, it's a forced, (laughs) it's a forced skill, I think. Do you think that some people cough, cough, air signs might be more inclined to be naturally skilled at it uh, because of uh, the tendency to already kind of move about from thing to thing and, and, um, as is the nature of air, right. Kind of yeah. be flexible and be movable. Yeah, adaptability and loving variety and having challenges and wanting to, um, to niche down into one, one idea or a service. Um, and I think this also just applies overall to kind of overall apply to just lifestyle and living that we're forced to pivot, you know, if we're forced to Mm -hmm. um, introduce a time that we need to move or a pandemic comes in and shuts us all down. um, It forces everyone, whether they are entrepreneurs, business owners, um, parents, it forces everyone's been um, given opportunity to pivot at some mm-hmm. point. And yeah. it can be, um, it's a huge opportunity to advance and to grow and to expand in a new direction, but it can come across as a, a, a burden or a threat mm-hmm. or, um, you know, scary, something that you haven't experienced before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, uh, I'm thinking of a particular example and, and I've encountered um, this scenario on my own where a pivot can feel like a failure. Uh, You know, if you've got yourself sort of in a certain mindset uh, or Mm -hmm. if you were really, you know, kind of dead set on one particular goal or one particular way of things happening. And then, you know, it, it turns out that, that for whatever reasons that that is not going to work. <laughs> um, so and you don't want to let go. You don't want to let go mm-hmm. of the original, right? Um, if it's right. tied to, if your expectations are some for whatever reason, your expectations are tied to the idea of success. If it's not, if those original expectations aren't deliverable anymore, then you could say, "Well, I failed. I give up." Um, mm-hmm. Instead of like you're saying, being adaptable and reviewing and changing direction. And here's a little connection I'm making here. I think um, that makes me feel even more that like a solid energetic and spiritual practice. um, It just shows how, how beneficial it really can be to um, your entrepreneurship, to your business uh, because if you're on any sort of spiritual or self-development journey, surely at some point you're learning and applying the concepts of like neutrality and non-attachment where even though, you know, you may be very passionate about a certain goal or a certain thing, you know, you know, to actually be, be neutral about the outcome 
and not to be attached um, too greatly to a specific outcome. Uh, if you're sort of paying attention to that um, spiritual aspect of things. So if you're already doing that in your personal life, um, I think it's definitely easier to apply to your business whenever it inevitably occurs. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you're an entrepreneur, it's going, you're going to have to pivot at not just some point, probably multiple points. Right. I mean, I think this, this is really good. Your um, idea and your download of the concept of pivot today is a really natural progression. And on top of what we've been talking about in the previous episode, if everybody, you know, if you haven't had a chance yet to go back and listen, as we were talking about living with intention versus making resolutions. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes, you know, we, you know, quarterly on certainly at the end of the year, business owners and people are reflecting back on their businesses and their lives and what happened and um, measuring and, and thinking, are these things that I want to continue and what do I need to change? And, um, and, steer the course differently. Um, and pivoting, it should be, um, we've done it many times before, but it feels alarming when you have to let go of a practice or some part of your foundation or change it. It can be, um, it can shake. It feels like a shakeup. Um, Mm -hmm. but in retrospect, when you think back, you've done that many times before in different areas of life where, things have, um, forcibly changed and you've had to pivot. Sure. Well, imagine how many times, um, maybe it doesn't happen (laughs) so many times for everybody, but in relationships, Mm -hmm. um, you know, where, and this could be friendship or, or romantic relationship, but when you can no longer look beyond the fact that a situation or, you know, a person and it's just not working anymore. And you may have love or, you know, some form of attachment to that person, but that's a pivot in the name of like self-love and self-respect a lot of times. Right. So practice in one of those kinds of pivoting could could help the other, I think, you know, business to interpersonal relationships and vice versa. Yeah. I think, um, you know, as we think both about personal and about business, it's just really having those more frequent temperature checks into our, is a situation, um, still fulfilling, um, mm-hmm. overall and do things need to change? Um, it's not like a set it and forget it forever kind of mm-hmm. scenario ever. And especially if you want right. to put it on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's any kind of, in, and there should be in both in relationships and in business, there should be um, a combined forward trajectory or else, mm-hmm. um, you know, then comes into stagnation and things not being um, fulfilling on, or, or for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that brings yeah. in, you know, we, in the course of our, um, prep work together today and divining of the book of changes and looking into that, 
the concept of collaboration snuck in there. You and I were about collaboration. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of like an underlying, we, like you and I recognize that as like a strength to do as many things as you can through collaboration. It broadens your resources, combining experiences when you have trusted um, collaborators that they don't even necessarily need to be a part of your team um, and your workforce, but um, your roundtable or like a council that knows you in the inner inner workings that can contribute, you know, contribute and add some, um, some knowledge to help you guide your, I mean, and, and to help meaning like you're not giving, you're not handing over, Hey, I need to make a pivot. What should I do? It's more of like, I'm going to have a soundboard, uh, you know, to, to talk about things that worked and when are no longer serving and here's the long-term objective and I need to pivot. And here's what Mm -hmm. I'm envisioning. And then you have some kind of like back and forth refining of your, of the moves that you're going to make. Yeah. Well, it's your support system, whether it's a more individual pivot or whether it's, you know, a team pivot and you need the team, you are the leader and you need the team behind you. Mm -hmm. Either way, that collaboration, you know, provided, as we always kind of say as a caveat that everybody is on the same wavelength about things, you know, everybody is generally supportive of the given situation at hand, yeah, that's your support system. Mm -hmm. If it's a team effort, you literally cannot do it without their backing. And uh, if it's more of an individual effort, it's, it's your sounding board to really just kind of, because sometimes if we're trying to manage a complex situation and we're just completely isolating everything we can get so in our head that like you know you could easily miss a piece of information or an insight that you know somebody else if you just allowed for some collaboration in your thought process somebody else could have you know pointed that out and potentially made the process a lot smoother yeah it's a fine line and it's it's a lot about that intuitive discernment that you talk about being able to know um who are who are your collaborators and, and trusted allies and can you rally everybody um behind a big idea too. We're all going streaking in the quad. <laughs> Bring your green hat. <laughs> Bring your green hat. <laughs> That was a pivot from the original plan. Yeah. I that mean, was a great example of a collaborative pivot from the original plan. Yeah, that was disruptive. Disruption is good sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing ideas. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's how my that, brain works. You know what? That's funny because In I remember time. like, 
back in the day, Emily, that was like one of the first things that united us was that scene. Um, It was. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember quite why, but. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. I just like to quote. Yeah. Movies and. That's how you identify your collaborators. If they bite into your. If they get your movie quotes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you don't always get them, but you're willing to at least sit through the explanation and then then you get them. Yeah, I mean, you got that one. I get it. It's your process. Um, You know, that's how you work through things and good ideas come. (laughs) And when you have that encouragement and like that safe space to have all 20 of your personalities come out and work (laughs) through something, usually something brilliant is on the other side of that. Yeah. I mean, I think. Thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> validation. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm happy to be here for you. And also, it's very entertaining. Um, yeah. You know, if nothing else. I mean, it's something. Not, it's something. I'm not the boring friend. You you are absolutely not. No, big, big, I, I, I know a big idea is brewing when, you know, the movie quotes come out and a lot of personalities (laughs) and work through and resolve something. There's a big idea right around the corner. And then start mismatching accents to things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you do it. I think that's that's volumes about the importance of having people that can um, work through in your process Mm -hmm. ideas and, um, and also just like bounce back, you know, ex- shared or or common or similar experiences so you can you can mm-hmm. refine how you're going to move forward with less mistakes and also just with more confidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Get you some collaborators. So we looked up, as we normally do, like we look up references on on the Google and on the Googles on the Googles and <laughs> and looking to see, you know, there's a lot of a lot of information out there around pivot. And most of it is centered around entrepreneurial. Um and I, I'm sure a lot of this, you know, one of the top interesting because it's like a mathematical term really almost, but yeah, changing direction and changing course, right? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much out there, and it's turned into I think more of like a a trend probably since COVID. A pivot, like really, yeah, um, became because COVID forced everybody to pivot. It's like the like it or not, you <laughs> yeah, and it required everybody to really go within and draw upon a lot of reserves. Um, mm-hmm. because it's like survival mode at that time, you know, it was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, you know, there's small business association offering support and everything, but it was on each individual to come up with their new existence to be able to survive mm-hmm. regardless of, of the other resources that were available. Um, but if, when I Googled, um, and it gives, it gives a list of like the popular search around it, it was mostly around business quotes, mindset, um, and COVID was right up there. So 
mm-hmm. forever, forever apart. Um, and interestingly enough, there's a lot of comedy in here too. Like there's a lot of funny quotes because I think a lot of times we resort to like lighten the energy through, yeah. um, through comedy, you know, as that we should, that really shit was hard, man. Now, I, granted, I will say that <clears throat> it helped to sort of like bolster my faith in big pivots for the future because most of what came out of at least you know specifically with with my business most of what came out of the pivots that i had to make during covid was actually amazing and positively transformative for my business and i think you also hit on another key little phrase in that survival mode and i think that that ability to adapt and to pivot is absolutely a survival skill, like a bit like, I mean, personal survival skill and a business survival skill. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you remain rigid and, you know, do not allow yourself to, to make those changes and make those pivots either out of fear or, or whatever the reason you, you'll, inevitably drown Mm -hmm. you're not you can't you can't you can't fight the the rushing river yeah I mean pivoting is directly related with the ability to survive and um with success because the environment around us is always changing whether it be Mm -hmm. um you know how the forms of communication, um, you know, going from like paper and mm-hmm. cold calling to social media and, um, <laughs> you know, we've got the Instagram and Facebook and, and, and Twitter and what's the one that I'm forgetting and online, everything that, you know, yeah. Finding online delivery of everything. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, you know, if you're not pivoting and adapting, then you're still resorting to like old ways that once worked before that, uh, Mm -hmm. they're, they're meaningless at that, at that point. It's like, um, you know, today, um, you know, handing out brochures (laughs) is, they still exist, brochures still exist, but their their purpose and the the benefits of them have lessened. Um, people's attention spans are different. So people are are evolving and the way that you do business and the way that you need to deliver information has has to catch up. Um mm-hmm. so it's like it's a test. Um it's a test in some ways when you're challenged with these, um, obstacles, it might feel like an obstacle, but it's an opportunity to rally up strength and, um, you know, that inner knowledge. What's that opportunity to innovate, innovate. Ooh, yeah. Innovate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Test out that resourcefulness. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's having that, 
those resources. And really you have more wealth and resources when you have um, collaborators, like a panel to, to go to. Um, I mean, that's, that's a real asset and an ally. Yeah. But show. At the conscious collaboration podcast, We are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A, tapa.com or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that's c-o-l-l-a-b 15 for a discount on your device so what do you what do you have from a feng shui perspective um, that could help people um, feel more adaptable, feel more open to that idea of going with the flow and and pivoting when change is necessary. Yeah. I mean, that's all about water energy right there, like life journey, energy, Mm -hmm. career energy. So if you are in a state could be business, could be personal, and you are really looking to tap in or align with the energy that's going to allow you to be adaptable and fluid and instead of stagnant or feeling stuck or muddy, um, take a look at the front center of your home or um, the entrance into any room or, or where you're pulled up to your desk and evaluate how attractive is that area? Is it clean? Is it, is it, easy to move through or you're tripping over things and shoes. Um, this area is ruled by the element of water and it's represented by the deep, dark depths of water, like the deep, dark depths of the ocean. It's like that. You can also see it representative of using the color black or deep, dark blue. And that reminds me of the well from the aging reading too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean the, the Jing reading today, it always, I mean, I, I love to work with it because there's so many things in, in nature that we can learn from, um, you know, how nature adapts and, um, reacts to be able to survive. And it did come up with the idea of, of the well. So in the well, it talks about Um, If a well is too shallow, you're not getting like the clearest water. You're getting, um, there's sediment in the water that might be there. It's not, it's certainly not water you're going to want to bathe in or drink, but you've got to go deeper. So you've got to dig the well deeper, really go to the depths. And in this area of life journey, that's the type of deepness and going within that you want um, to be able to to clear through all of the the sediment and floating, you want to get to the water that's clearer, um, your inner knowing, and really your life purpose. 
and connecting in with that. So you can, um, through feng shui, you can support this energetically by keeping this front center area clear. You can have more representation of water. You could have a fountain. You could have colors of black or deep, dark blue patterns that are wavy, um, fluid. You could have artwork that shows healthy water. So by that, I mean like not turbulent or not like a pond that's muddy, clear, healthy water, what that represents to you. And really create the space with intention that you are looking to pivot and connect in with your inner knowing, your life purpose, your life journey. And make that part of your intentions. Like we were saying in our last podcast episode, it's not a dare, like I'm going to pivot this year. (laughs) That's like my, Mm. it's not a resolution. I'm going to pivot this year and be better than I ever was before. Okay. Well, it's how are you going to live and embody that? Mm -hmm. So by doing and creating these spaces that are healthy within this area, energetically, it's a way of supporting you reinforcing subconsciously, um, in an inner and an outer way that, um, that deepens that live in living by intention. So it might Mm -hmm. even be a great place for you to meditate and reflect and, you know, however, however, however you desire that to be, maybe that's where you even practice your yoga. Maybe it's just a place where you, um, you know, you just walk by, maybe you light a candle there just to set your intention. But, um, that, external environment, um, reflection of your inner self. And that would be a good feng shui practice to connect in with that water energy, because we want our opportunities to come to us fluidly, not rushing and not stagnant and to be able to adapt and meander, um, rather than be forced or try to force. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's that allowing and receiving and that welcoming. Um, so there's so much benefit to just welcoming change and those opportunities and then being able to see them really clearly because mm-hmm. opportunities are presented to us all the time and we're just not even, um, they're just not, we're not able to see them for whatever reason, if we're not making that part of our practice. Yeah. And, um, you know, if it's a pivot that really needs to happen, um, the the more that we don't take that action ourselves, the stickier it ultimately gets when it is forced. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like the more the more we resist it up to that point, it's just gonna, you know, the dam is gonna break with more force. <laughs> when it does come time to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the work I've been doing with entrepreneurs lately has talked about the illustration of there being a dam and a dam, you know, could feel like a blockage in how ideas are flowing or like a blockage in business. And in the Yijing, this is represented in several different ways, but oftentimes we think we need to like break through a blockage or stagnation and force. And instead, if you think of a dam and the water gaining strength behind it, 
it's going to take a while for to wear through this dam. But as the water, perhaps more water gets added, more water gets added, it'll overflow and go over the obstacle eventually. So you don't always need to go through. You can go over and around. <laughs> around. Mm-hmm. So just keeping an open mind that, again, your expectations for how you should do things are limited based on what you've experienced. So there's a great benefit to, you, you want to have your wisdom, your self-wisdom and knowledge and your inner, your inner wisdom about yourself, your self-knowledge. But there's a lot of benefit to releasing your ego from how things should come to you mm-hmm. based on what you know, because you're already boxing in an expectation mm-hmm. instead of allowing yourself to naturally get stronger because you're taking care of your mind and your body. You're Mm -hmm. using, um, you're integrating and collaborating and you're drawing upon your life experience and your wisdom and your inner gifts and the things, all the things that you do and bring to the table that no one else can do. Um, and that you enjoy and comes to you so easily is like your secret sauce. So like, that's the stuff that you don't, let go of. And that's the part that you want to overflow to overcome and transform. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that made any sense. <laughs> totally. But you, of course you would get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the most esoteric explanation of it. But, you know, we were talking a lot about our, our friends in Tai Chi and overcoming, and that came up a lot in the Jing as well. Um, and martial arts, you cannot, you know, knowing your opponent, it's almost like knowing and loving and understanding your opponent is all the ways that you can, you know, and, and they've expressed to us, our, our friends in the martial arts. Um, you know, that is, that's the secret to showing up how and how to overcome like any adversity yeah and flowing with the situation like water that's bruce lee right like um yeah because if you're and i think the eating mentioned something about this too if you're just resisting at every turn then you're actually going to just defeat yourself because you're going to wear yourself out. Mm-hmm. So the key is actually to wear out your opponent by just flowing with everything, pivoting, mm-hmm. so to speak, and uh, letting them wear themselves out instead. That's exactly. Like you can yes. use energy more efficiently. <laughs> yeah, that was in the um, concept of having the containment of potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's times when um, things are normal and daily rituals and habits work (laughs) and it's until they no longer do and suddenly they're not working anymore. Mm -hmm, Right. So are you just going to keep doing something just because it's a ritual or because are you going to pivot and, you know, maybe this new set of habits or rituals Mm -hmm. is serving you better at this point? I mean. How can you put some context around this into like integrating that into or into the body 
or relate yeah. that to you know um, practices related to the body? Come to mind. One, um, I think your daily non-negotiables uh come into big time play here, breathing, grounding, and sunlight. Um, you know, breathing to uh, get that prana, that life force flowing through the body, um, preventing stagnation in that way. Um, grounding because being grounded allows you to have the safety, most feeling. opportunistic view of your pivot, right? If your feet are on the ground whether literally or metaphorically, like you can see better, um, you know, which direction you're pivoting. So I think staying grounded is super important there. And then the sunlight portion is really just, um, you know, sort of being, being connected to nature. So, um, you know, that's always going to help you adapt to change because you're in tune with the ever-changing environment. And then second thing that comes to mind is fascia. Fascia is 75% water. So, you know, making sure that that is um, in a state of non-restriction is going to allow you to literally, physically (laughs) pivot, right? Move better in life be less stagnant and since as within so without vice versa if your body is having a hard time moving and flowing then that will carry over into all of your energy yeah i think that you know what you just described too it's and, and and it was reflected in our earlier conversation as well. Uh, you need to be able to have the strength to mm-hmm. and the reserves um, of energy to be able to fully come through the other side. Yeah, I'm excited about pivoting personally. <laughs> I mean, I feel Let's a pivot has done. Everybody pivot. (laughs) It's the latest. No, I mean, like it's timely, you know, you and I both, like we've seen each other pivot several times, but I do feel another pivot coming and it's, it's always exciting. I think sometimes we experience change and we're feeling a little bit anxious or nervous, but it's exciting to, um, be at that place in the beginning and like more creative mode and trying things that you've not done before. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, that very idea is a huge point of fear for some people, but I think it's worthwhile to sort of just in general work, work towards that mindset, even if, you feel like you're not there now. Yes. I love change. I, you know, for the most part, (laughs) there's a few things that I'm like, these are the only constants in my life. Can we just not, but for the most part, yeah, I, I look forward to change and new opportunities to, you know, spice things up and shake things up. Yeah. But, um, but that's not everybody, you know, that's not everybody's cup of tea. 
uh, especially if you've gotten used to doing things a certain way for, for a really long time. Um, but yeah. again, I think it's a skill worth examining and, um, sharpening, not just at the end of the year or the beginning of a new year, but, you know, throughout the year continuously. Yeah. So you're ready. Like about you. Yeah. It really is like a roller coaster, especially, I mean, and like you said, for entrepreneurship and also, um, you know, it should be, it should be looked at more towards in your personal life and relationships too. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it can, it can be, there can be a change for an out or a quit, or it could be an opportunity mm-hmm. for change or a new direction. Well, and that's why most people just stay in situations that aren't working for them anymore. They'll stay, you know, people will stay in toxic situations forever just because in their mind, it's scarier to change. The unknown part is scarier than, you know, the pain of what they're dealing with. I just, you know what, like, I just came to my mind what you said, like, can you be in a situationship with your business? <laughs> oh, oh you interesting. See yeah. And does that show up and is it reflected? I mean, you could be, I guess. I don't know um, how sustainable that would be. Right. But I mean, but that's what it's about is like in, in all of this, it's about sustainability and, and nourishment. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you feel those like stagnations or gaps and energy and doubts. Um, you know, I think that could be a business concept. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because Absolutely. it require it requires like an all in, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna transform. I feel like most of the stuff we talk about, just applying concepts and energetics could be applied to business, interpersonal, personal, all of it. Yeah. I mean, you are, um, you know, as, as my mentor, Dr. Miriam has written and published, um, paperwork on you, your inner game is your outer game. And Mm -hmm. if, you know, you're scattered and not refined internally, that's going to show up all over the place. So Mm -hmm. all of these concepts, you know, that we study or hear about in pop culture, the situationships and um, codependencies and toxicity that can show up both business and relationships. But I think this idea of pivoting, you know, going conversely in the other direction and being an application from, from business can be brought over towards um, creating sustainable, healthy relationships as having a, a pivot. Yeah. Well, that's, that's in a lot of ways, the self-respect element of things, you know, having that discernment, like, okay, (laughs) if I stay here, you know, this is no longer, I am no longer choosing respect for myself. Yeah. If I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, boy. 
All right. So in addition, <laughs> I feel like we covered a gamut here and also maybe a new episode topic. I, you know, I think that just thinking about those concepts, uh, you know, the mind, body and business alignment um, and getting connected in like with our inner or life journey um, that like water and flow and adaptability can give us great strength in, um, in different, different ways. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to have that confidence and to be able to like, you know, no matter with that, what was that Nelson Mandela quote, do not judge me by my success, judge me by how many times I fell down um, and got back up again. Mm-hmm. The get the getting back up is the pivot. Yeah. I just had this thought too of like energetic athleticism, right? Like if you think about physical athleticism as a concept and all the different ingredients that go into it, strength, endurance, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Mobility, agility, all these things. Um I think are totally applicable to your energetic self as well. And um, so by enhancing your energetic athleticism, you can have an effect, you know, on, on your physical body and vice versa. If you Ooh. put that intention. In. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the being intention, it's not like a resolution or, or like a blanket dare to yourself. It's like, it's involving all of the, all of the things that you're doing, being healthy and contributing towards the outcome. Yeah. Well, cause like, if you're looking at it from a physical standpoint, how do you, how do you improve your athleticism? You have to do, you know, basically a whole, um, I want to say overhaul. Sometimes it's an overhaul, but you have to do a a holistic assessment for sure. And, you know, see all the different elements that can be improved in order to improve upon that athleticism. I like it. I wrote that down so you don't forget. And it's it's now being published so everybody knows, but (laughs) more to come on that. (laughs) Out of my mind it goes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it really, everything really is more of like a a lifestyle habit and and tied to that, Mm -hmm. not a habit, but a maintenance. A series of habits and actions and behaviors and mindsets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't, you can't go on Amazon and order a pivot yet. (laughs) Overnight delivery. <laughs> it's going to go to sleep and wake up to a pivot. <laughs> a tiny little pivot in a big giant cardboard box. <laughs> oh, I like that. Write that down too. Why that this could be... big box for such a tiny little pivot? <laughs> is, it, is a pivot something that we can do on Fiverr? <laughs> Only fans? <laughs> no, oh, there you go. <laughs> we say only fans. <laughs> yeah. 
We have one only fan and it's us. <laughs> we have one only <laughs> <laughs> and I did um ponder and a third of our friends also we did ponder creating an OnlyFans account for our hyperextended elbows because yes. we thought that somebody somewhere would be into it so y'all can jump in the collective and let us know what you think of that idea and whether you'd be supportive of that pivot or not yeah, look for the link in the description. You can connect with us in Facebook. Share with us if you have a strange elbow that freaks people out. Um, or because, if you, yeah, or know anyone who likes them. If people want, yeah, and if you like them, you know, because there could be, you know, opportunity. I think we for, got elbows. We got six total hyperextended elbows among yeah. us. So. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's something that unites us all. We should use that to the benefit of the greater good. Yeah. How else can people connect with us? Send us your emails. Um, Again, (laughs) (laughs) look look for the link in the description and hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. And uh, anything, any closing words, Emily, other than, you know. I I think I've, uh, I think I've said my piece here. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for bringing your knowledge and wisdom. And I hope that we brought some inspiration and entertainment <laughs> to everybody. And, and bring your green hats. We'd love to see you. <laughs> see you in the collective. Bring your green hat. <laughs> All, All right, right, Emily. Well, it's been fun as always. Yes. And everyone out there, if you're still listening, thanks for tuning in. I hope you took some notes. Maybe and our real MVP. Yes. Let us know if you're making any pivots out there. We'll cheer you on. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. See you soon. Talk to you in five. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.